Let me just share with you, uh, Alyssa knows she was with me in first service. We will not, uh, there's a great outline in the bulletin for you, and you can have fun uh, putting together your own little message. I'm not going to preach it. We, uh, we don't have too much time this morning, but I want to share with you just a couple of cool things. Did, did Florine take off? Is he here anywhere? Did, did I see him? No. He, uh, he became a, an American citizen this week. He went through the process, and that's really exciting. Flo and, and Lisa, uh, big thing for him. He's been waiting to get this done, so we want to celebrate them. I saw him sitting up here a minute ago, I thought, and uh, yeah. And anyway, so if you see him next time, congratulate him, because that was a big, important step in his life. So that was cool. Um, and you heard Brian say, be praying for Brian. He's speaking this week at camp, so pray for him, and pray that it's just a great week. He's kind of put together a crazy schedule in the last few weeks, but uh, the Lord's going to use him. We're working through a series on, on, it's called Be the Beatitudes. And uh, you, see it, you see the sign right behind me. And there's a couple things I want to share with you this morning, just in a brief way, so you can kind of have a little bit of, to me, the message was the team from Rancho Santa Marta and the worship. I'm okay with that. You, don't, you need to understand that, that that's as important to me for you as a church as anything we do, is to hear, you heard people who are you saying this is how the Lord reached out. We had, we had 12, I think, sharing the first service. And uh, it, it's extremely, to me, that's why we have Mountain View Community Church, just so you know. So I'm not going, hey, I got no time to preach. You've heard me preach before, or you haven't heard them, so that's good. Okay. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. That's the, the beatitude we're looking at this morning. And I want to talk to you just a little bit about it. And the first thing that, that comes to mind for me is what happens to us when we, we try to decide if we want to be merciful people. So the first thing I'm going to talk to you about this morning is it's hard for us. Mercy talks about people who are in distress, who are in need, who have, they're going through difficulties. And I bet I could look around our congregation this morning, and if I could see you online in person, most people would understand what it means to be merciful to somebody in need. That, that's pretty easy. But there's a big step between seeing somebody that's in need and doing something for them. And one of the things that, that Christ talked about in his Beatitudes was this message that, that it's interesting to me. The whole thing about being a Christian, and you know this, I'm talking to a great group of people this morning. The whole thing about being a Christian is being a Christian, about knowing Christ, about saying, okay, you've set something before me. Here's my chance to, to, to love you, draw close to you, and begin to do the things. And that's the Beatitudes. The one he says today is, you will be shown mercy if you are merciful. If you flip it around, you see that. You will be filled if you hunger and thirst for righteousness. Randy talked about that last week. You will, uh, you, you will see heaven, if you, and you begin to see how he, he tells you the things that are going to happen as you live for him. But what happens to us is we're human. So as humans, we struggle with this whole concept of what it means to, to have the Beatitudes. You've heard we've, every message we've probably told you, the Beatitudes are not a list of do, do's and don'ts. It's not something, and, and that's really hard for a lot of us. We are humans. We look at it and we say, okay, in order to feel good, I feel like there's certain things I've got to do. Okay, I'm going to read the Beatitudes. It tells me I've got to mourn. I've got to be the hunger and thirst for righteousness. We got to start, we do this list, and suddenly we realize Jesus is going, that's not the point of the Beatitudes. The point of the Beatitudes is draw close to me and let's see where we can go and let's begin to live a lifestyle that reflects my will in the lives of people. Here's one of the things I think we struggle with in the area of being merciful. It's called first impressions. You and I have first impressions. We, we meet somebody, we step into a situation, and the very first thing we see about somebody, we automatically grab a hold of. And, and the sad thing is, it takes a long time in our lives to step away from that first impression. It might be wrong. You might see somebody and go, well, that's certainly the kind of person they are. And then you will not extend mercy because all you've got is that first impression. I'm going to use this illustration because I love him to death. But look at Mason. I love Mason Walsworth. 
The guy loves Jesus. He serves Jesus. He's got lots of tattoos. There's nothing wrong with tattoos. We went to the ranch. He went right to Rod and said, hey, uh, should I wear long pants? Because that first impression for those kids are going to look at him. And Rod said, no, we are great. If you meet Nate Mason and you live around Mason, you're going to know that the guy has a heart for God. So your first impression is you're going, and, and he told us from the start, I'm going to get stopped at the border. I always get pulled over. You know, I, I, at the airport, they question me. He wears hats the greatest. He's got more hats than anybody I know. He can turn a hat and change his whole outlook. I mean, he, just, he does look like somebody I'd pull over at the border. <laughs> but if you're going to only go with first impressions, then you're going to miss a chance, and I'm going to miss a chance in life to absolutely receive mercy. And that's what Jesus talks about in the Beatitudes. So, so the cool thing I like about Jesus is he sets before us some incredible blessings that go hand in hand with following him, getting to know him and living. When he says, blessed are the merciful for they will receive mercy, he's telling you and me, here's this opportunity to be filled with mercy from other people. But we got first impressions. So we're going to look at it and we're going to say, hey, there's no way I'm not going to do this. Mercy is a difficult thing to extend. Sometimes it's a difficult thing to accept. And yet Jesus looks at the disciples and he says, you know what, this is where we're living. So there's a lot of reasons why we, it's hard for us to be merciful. If you look at the outline and you can, like I said, you can make up anything you want, but pride and humility, self-centered and servanthood, bitter and forgiveness, those are all areas that talk about this idea of mercy. And if you're going to settle on too much pride and too, being too self-centered and being too bitter, then you and I are going to miss this chance to experience part of God's blessings for us as believers to go through our lives. I don't know about you guys. I need all the blessings I can experience. Not in a health and wealth way, just in a way to say, Lord, this life is really fun. And so there's a lot of things that, that we have a chance to be a part of. But if we're going to struggle with that, one of the areas that really takes us down is this bitterness. That, that just, you don't know. I mean, I can't reach out to that person. They don't know my situation. The things that I struggle with, they've got to be aware of. And then maybe they'll realize that's why I'm not really going to help them. And we begin to start living that life. Jesus looked at his disciples there on the shore. And he said, Here, here's some things I want you to catch. And what I want you to catch from my little talk with you today is that in order to experience Jesus in the fullest way. You gotta be willing to say, hey, I'm willing to step forward and, and, and do these things. Now, here's the great thing, we're human. So as humans, we wake up every day in a different frame of mind. We've had a wonderful night of sleep. Aaron just texted me and said, please pray for me. He, he got a sinus infection. The poor guy gets something every time he goes down to camp. So there's something there in the, the water or something that just gets him. He got a, uh, oh, one time he had this little uh, uh, parasite. It was weird, you know. I, and I told him, don't, tell, don't call Amanda a parasite. Just kidding. But anyway, he, uh, he struggled. <laughs> but uh, it, it's like um, when we follow Christ, we have this chance to say, okay, I'm either going to do what he says, partly do what he says, never do what he says, but I'm, also gonna ref I'm always going to reflect who I am to people by where my commitment to him is. So Christ says, you know what? You need to learn how to mourn. You need to learn how to hunger and thirst for righteousness. You need to be merciful. And he goes on. We're going to talk about being pure in heart, uh, being, being okay with being persecuted, and all these things he sets up in a very human way for us to live. I want to say one more time to you this morning before I finish. How much of Christ do you want in your life? How much do you want to say, you know what? And, and some of you are incredible at giving mercy. Incredible. And I've been a, the beneficiary of it. 
I see your, your merci merciful attitude working firsthand, and it's amazing to see how you reach out to the people in need and in distress. And I've seen other people in my life, and I don't have to look at any of you because I'm not talking about you, who just walk right through the opportunity to be merciful. Not going to see it. Some of you, it comes naturally to. Some of you, it's just, it's a struggle. And if I'm looking at Jesus' words in the Beatitudes, and he says, be the Beatitudes, then he's telling us, learn what it means to be merciful. But you got to step away from yourself first. You got to realize that, that I'm going to say, okay, my pride's got to go away. I'm going to be humble before you. The self-centered idea of me has got to step aside so that I can be a servant. This bitterness that just continues to creep up in my life, I want to give to you. I want to be forgiven so that I can step into a world. Now, and I'm going to stop right here with this, and then I'm going to give you a quick illustration from last week and my last three points. If we want to see this country turn around for the Lord, we've got, we got to look at the Beatitudes. We've got to be able to say, well, how serious am I about making a difference in my home, in my neighborhood, in my community, in my state, in my nation, in my world? Or am I going to just continue to get by with as little as I need to do so I can feel good? And you're going to be okay. Guess what? You're probably going to get into heaven. But I think of all those people around me that I've missed the chance to be merciful to that need to hear about Jesus, that need to understand. This group that went to Rancho Santa Marta, one of the goals to take them in is this discipleship. You heard them say, you got to pray. You got to learn to pray with each other. You got to share. They shared. They did a great job. It's not this, you have to. It's what a privilege to. And, and that's where he's asking. It's okay. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be mercy. I got, I got to come to a story that Randy Myers talked about last week. I just got to get him before I finish. Randy's my superintendent, so he's my boss. He can fire me. He can do whatever he wants. He told you a story, if you were here last week, about a salad that he was eating at a, at a place that I was at as a dinner. Okay, now I'll, I'll relive it for you if you weren't here. We were at a mid-winter mid conference with pastors and wives. Randy's a germ freak. And for some unknown reason, I decided to take my chewed gum and put it on the side of his salad. It hadn't been eaten. Okay, so if you remember the story, he starts eating his salad and my chewed gum is in there. And there's two good things about this, okay? One of the fun things was one of my favorite people in the world, Don Bletcher and his wife Clara, were sitting at my table. And they, they're just dear, they, were, they were dear people until they went to heaven. Don got so excited about watching this salad, he knew what I'd done. He saw me put my chewed gum. And Randy starts eating this and. and so Don had a few heart problems. I thought he was going to have a heart attack. He was so excited. He was just, he, seriously, he couldn't take his eyes off of Randy's fork and it was going in there and he kept eating it. And seriously, now Randy won't tell it this way and his wife helped me a little bit. It was his last bite of the salad. And this is the comment out of his mouth. I didn't know the salad had raisins in it. And he was, he was chewing my chewed gum, okay? Hey, Don Bletcher talked to me about that for two years after that. He said, John, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. He said, I can't believe you put... And, it was just, and Randy talked to me about it forever. He said, I can't believe you put your chewed gum in my salad. That has nothing to do with mercy. And I probably will get no mercy from Randy, but I just wanted to set the, give you a little bit more. And, what's, what Paul, and, that, and the rest of the story, Paul Harvey would say. I got three things to ask you as the worship team comes up. Who, how, and when? Who, how, and when? If you're going to be merciful... You can sit here in these comfortable seats, not quite as comfortable as Hilltop, I get it, but you can say, oh, that's a good message, Pastor, I love you. Who, how, and when? Who can you be merciful to? How can you be merciful? And when are you going to do it? And that's probably the three questions that we have as Christians that we can ask anytime we live. Who, how, and when?
Because it's easy to be comfortable. It's easy to do as little as possible. It's easy to look at our own problems. It's easy to say, you don't understand, this is the way I am. And Jesus simply says, blessed are the merciful, for they'll receive mercy. Who, how, and when. Father.